This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. A bigger, better Meg sequel in all the wrong ways. This is your IGN review of Meg 2, The Trench, by Matt Donato. It pains this staunch Meg defender and all-around shark movie lover to report that Ben Wheatley's Meg 2, The Trench, is a titanic disaster. Like a lazy student caught spying on their neighbor's test, writers John Hober, Eric Hober, and Dean Georgeris adapt author Steve Alton's The Trench by unsubtly borrowing from superior films with similar desires to unleash monsters both alien and earthly while humanity pays a brutal price that we deserve. James Cameron's Aliens, Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park The Lost World, William Eubanks' Underwater, and more have their signatures stolen by Meg to the Trench, forcing comparisons that never favored 2023's most infuriating summer release. There have been so few movies about megalodons, and yet Meg to the Trench feels like a creature feature we've seen a billion times over, probably on late-night cable, only to hold our attention for fleeting minutes before the channel changes to greener televised pastures. Jason Statham returns as diver extraordinaire Jonas Taylor, but there's so little effort made by the trio of writers to get viewers up to speed on his past exploits in the realm of aquatic cryptozoology. The off-screen fridging of Su Yin Zhang, Li Bingbing does not return, opens the door for Su Yin's brother, Xiu Ming, played by Chinese action star Wu Jing, to fill in as Statham's buddy counterpart. It's a shame, because losing that appealing romantic tension between a charming, multidimensional Statham and Lee deflates Meg, too. Statham falls back into the chirpy action hero stereotypes that have defined his most forgettable efforts, and is less endearing as protective father figure Statham chaperoning the return of Sophia Kai as Su Yin's always-makes-the-worst-decision daughter Mai Ying Zhang. Nameless comparisons defined by their underwhelming demises the frustrating imbalance between toothless from the deep terrors and B-movie ambitions laughed at for the wrong reasons, it's also surface shallow. An anemic screenplay devoid of connective tissue between the Meg and Meg 2 quickly raises red flags. George Harris and the Hober brothers sacrifice any semblance of thoughtful scripting as Zhu Ming's oceanic research project is infiltrated by technology-stealing rivals, churning through waterlogged action beats held together with scene-before storytelling chains rusted to the point of disintegration. It displays all the confidence and craftsmanship of a sci-fi original, given a Warner Brothers Discovery budget, which feels so distressingly unlike Wheatley's other sharper-witted films. Dialogue dribbles out of mouths like it's written by an AI database fed only great white schlock like Shark Hansis Women's Prison Massacre or Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Both real, by the way, as the film throttles forward into the most basic plot advancement this side of Whalen Utani meets Deep Blue Sea. Even worse, Meg 2 devolves into a visual eyesore after an almost exclusively submerged first act surfaces for sea monster feeding frenzies at an Instagrammable paradise numbingly dubbed Fun Island. There are shots as Taylor leads exosuit-wearing divers across the trench where the beauty of unexplored ocean depths illuminates. 
Neon tendrils on flora wave with the current, and baby octopi colored like different Skittles flavors bob like buoys. Then the action reaches shore, and atrocities against green screen usage become the norm. Attack sequences look horrendous as computerized recreations of megalodons, human snacks, and water splashes layered jankily atop one another. Digital effects in the back half present as embarrassingly rushed, versus the film's more impressive beginning, almost like a whole different team from director on down reshot everything under frugal conditions at a breakneck pace. That would also explain the barren production design around Fun Island, which gives up dressing empty space, creating locations that somehow devalue scenic Chinese landscapes. Not even the carnage can salvage Meg 2. Statham and Wu wage war against Megs with homemade explosive spears while riding personal watercraft like spring break jousters, and yet there's no lasting impression left by the violence. The gore of Meg 2 is PG-13 tame and entirely animal-related, a complaint the similarly rated first film dodged thanks to thicker tension, intense thrills, and far tighter tonal command. A few chills are felt when a Meg swims out of the trenches pitch black shadows and right past Taylor's billion dollar submersible, but there's hardly any horror elsewhere. The repetition of Meg swallowing victims whole to avoid disgusting injuries overstays its welcome. It's astonishing to witness Meg 2's nosedive, because the opening third, a survival horror stretch about escaping the trench, earns a shoulder shrugged up fine. The remaining two-thirds sink like a stone statue wearing concrete shoes. Quality diminishes as performances become increasingly phoned in or special effects attention wanes, as mentioned above. Key guests of Fun Island possess the on-screen presence of wealthy Patreon donors who spent tens of thousands of dollars for a small speaking role, not to excuse top-billed actors like Sienna Guillory or Skylar Samuels, whose lifeless turns won't be clipped for demo reels. Even something as innocuous as 80-yard lines, a common technical element in all movies, hit with an amateurist choppiness that doesn't match the eye for detail Whitley exhibited in Kill List and Sightseers. Meg 2 The Trench has all the excitement of fishing solo for two hours without a single bite. Wheatley is a shell of himself behind the camera, devoid of personality and originality. If you copy greed-driven subplots, underwater escape sequences, and helmet-imploding deaths from better movies, maybe don't make it look so obvious. Especially when it seems like the studio overseers don't care enough about delivering a sequel that carries individual value. Meg 2 The Trench is a terrible megalodon-sized blunder, haplessly cobbled together using parts stripped from throughout genre history, all made impotent and dulled by far lesser hands. Meg 2 The Trench's IGN score? 4. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on Meg 2 The Trench, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.